across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Have you ever lost a listing? Have you ever just kind of gotten kicked in the stomach because you felt sure that you got a listing and uh, the rapport was incredible and then they call and tell you they listed with somebody else or even worse, they send you an email and tell you they've chosen someone else. It hurts, man. I know it's happened to me tons of times and I hated it. And um, so because of that, I created a product called a certified listing agent. I got the eight top listing agents in the world and recorded their listing appointments. Everything, no holds barred, no secrets here, everything. And then after each listing appointment, we uh, discussed it and uh, created a course out of it. It's uh, over 10 hours of intense uh, video and it's for you to watch and never lose a listing again. Check it out. There's a lot of free samples. You can go in and see kind of what it's like before you uh, sign up for it. Uh, RebusUniversity.com. We also got the the uh, highly popular CTA, Certified Team Agent with Jeff Cohn. And that is how to build a massive team. How Jeff went from 80 to 580 units in four years. And uh, what he does behind the scenes. What forms he uses. How his systems are run. Everything on the CTA, Certified Team Agent. And many things to come. If, you, if you're interested, go to uh, rebusuniversity.com. Put yourself on the mailing list there. Uh, we have a price reduction course. We have a 101 ways to get uh, real estate leads for free. We have an ISA course coming out, uh, a lead handling course, not, not how to lead generate. There's, there's a ton of courses that other people do on that, but this is how to efficiently capture leads and work with them. So uh, they have a couple of courses coming out on that aspect. So anyways, RebusUniversity.com. Check it out, guys. You'll be glad you did. Now on uh, with the show. Okay, Rockstar Nation. Boy, we have a great uh, guest today. Get ready because we're going to be talking about how to get listings in 2017. Lots of listings with no money needed the way Aaron Wittenstein does it. He's out of White Plains, New York, and he's killing it there. And anyways, we're going to find out how and uh, what exactly he's doing. So uh, Aaron, welcome to Pat Hyman Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Pat, thank you for having me. I got to ask you a question. Do you always have this much energy? You know, only when I drink a pot of coffee. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm like, I'm good, but like, you're like another level with <laughs> me right now. So yeah, man, I do expireds. You know, I, uh, you know, short thing on my story. If people haven't heard it, um, I started off in the business when I was 19 years old, cold calling apartment buildings out of a phone book. I was an agent in Illinois for 12 years. I uh, got married when I was, I don't even remember when I got married. I think I got married when I was 30. And then we had our first kid at 31. 
we didn't have a lot of family in Chicago. That's where I'm originally from. My wife met me. Actually, I used to do stand-up comedy. She met me in Chicago. So we decided to move to her hometown of White Plains, New York, rerouted everything with no sphere, nothing. Uh, I started here November 1st, 2013. Within my first two years, I went from zero to 15 million, 80% expired business. And I don't work nights. I don't work Sundays, and I only maybe work half a day on a Saturday when I have to. Wow. Okay, so everything you say adds like 10 questions in my mind. First of all, (laughs) did your wife uh, see you on stage telling jokes, and that's how you met? Yeah, the first, I was actually, I I did stand-up comedy to be women, okay? And so my first, this was the second show that I ever did. And the entire bit was about me failing epically on online dating. And she's like, well, I like him. He seems all right. She found me on Facebook. I didn't even know he had Facebook. And then two years later, we're married. Now we got three kids and um, I'm in New York, man. Wow. So, so she was a stalker. Moral huh? story. You want to get <laughs> She, she, she it, saw you on stage. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. She's you know, like, I, I like this guy. I'm like, I don't know what the hell she sees in me, but so be it. I'll she saw you on stage. Right? Yeah. You know, the funny <laughs> the funny thing is I, 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 I'll never forget. I was having Starbucks uh, coffee one time. I sat down and I start talking to this guy randomly. And I was like, what do you do? And he goes, he goes, I sell online newsletters. And I was like, oh, really? That's cool. What, what, what's the newsletter? He's like, how to pick up girls. And I was like, no kidding. He's like, yeah. He's, and I was like, well, what's your... You know, I just started chatting with him and I and I, I so I asked him, you know, what the top three things, three ways that he promotes. And he goes, well, the number one way, believe it or not, in the world to pick up women is to get on stage. <laughs> he was dead serious. He said there's a psychological thing. You know, if you're on stage, your power level and your importance level. In, in, in eyes of, of women, according to him at least, you know, increases. So uh, anyways, fascinating. Okay, so let's talk about real estate. Sure. So how many yeah. houses did you sell last year? Last year, um, in my market, it's a real different market. I'm very attorney-driven. I'm in a very high price point. So right last year I did, it was somewhere around like 34 homes in a little over $15 million. Um, The difference here is that the average home I need to sell three times because the attorney will kill the deal once. And after that, it takes about six months to close. It's like the Wild West out here. So yeah, that, at, like, I mean, for that, Chicago, that, that's weird uh, it's in, in and of itself. What, what, I don't understand. Well, like what? Okay, first of all, would you say you're in a buyer's market, a seller's market, or equilibrium there? I would say it's an equilibrium. I only work sellers. I don't work buyers. So, I mean, so like what's the average time uh, houses on the market? If it's priced well, it's gone in a week. A week. If it's priced well, it's gone in a week. So that's that's a seller's market. So you're in a seller's yeah. market, but still you have attorneys killing deals. Why? The attorneys the attorneys write the contracts. Okay. Really? So it's not like in Illinois where you know you have a board standard contract or in California. Yeah, that's how it was in Maryland. Pretty much you know? what happens. It, yeah, what happens, the attorneys actually physically write the contracts. So we get an accepted offer. The average time from the accepted offer until a contract actual ratification is between four and eight weeks. Jeez, really? Yeah. So the amount of hand-holding time that you do here is the equivalent of like three deals. And put it this way, when you go to closing, you have the buyer's attorney, the seller's attorney, the bank attorney, 
the title company. It's like a party, man. Well, you need to go well, there with who, a beer and a pizza. Who decides that? It's just the way it is. Is it the unions? Is it kind of like you know a union thing for the for the you know what I mean? Like why? Why, like, like, let's say some of these internet companies that are coming out, right? Yeah. Where you can get a contract written for, you know, 200 bucks on houses that you've seen. You know, I don't know if you've heard about this, but there's a lot of technology yeah. coming yeah. out where it's cutting out the, the realtor as we know. Uh, let's say they, they, they find a buyer and they say, hey, you know, don't use a traditional way of using an attorney. We'll do it for you for 200 bucks. Is there something in the laws there that that are stopping that? Is there something in the laws for you to write the contract? What if you said, "Hey, I'm pulling a contract up off of off a of Google Docs or LegalZoom. Well, let's just use this." The attorneys would shoot it down. Like you know how you walk down some streets and you see a Seven Eleven on every corner. Yeah. You walk down a street here and you see attorney on every corner. And the thing is, we are such a litigious state in New York where everybody wants to sue everybody and everybody's overprotected. It's the like in Chicago, we had a board standard contract. I filled it in here. It's like it's just attorneys, attorneys, attorneys. It's just a New York thing, man. It's like the Wild West out here. But I'm just wondering it, if, it, if it has to be like that. You know, if nothing has to be like that, it, you know, yeah. nothing has to be like that. And my goal within the next seven years is to make it where we bring back control to it because it's not advantageous to anybody. It really just makes the process a lot more difficult than it needs to be. Yeah. I mean, cause everything's been disrupted. The whole legal profession has been disrupted, you know, by online legal companies. And so it's ripe for that. I mean, why, why do you need that? You could Google New York state real estate contract and substitute state for city or or Virginia state and substitute Virginia for New York and pretty much 99% of the contract is going to be oh fine you know I, I agree with you 150% and believe me one of the biggest things I had to deal with when I moved here was dealing with the attorneys and the ego of the attorneys and it's one of those things where I I'm not one to say it is what it is Yet here, it's just one of those things that I've learned to accept, and you make you work around it the best that you can. That would drive me and nuts because you lose it, total control, right? Because you're like they're sold on this house, and all of a sudden they're like, we don't want to buy it anymore, or they're pissing off the seller. Uh, buyers are pissing off the seller because of oh, a, yeah. a bunch of changes of things that are never going to happen, anyways. When they say truly broker the transaction, we broker the transaction. True story. I had an attorney. It was 152 years old. They told my seller, don't buy this property because FHA deals don't close. True story. And I called the guy, pulled, I, yeah, I ripped the guy a new one, and I said, <laughs> why is it that I had three FHA deals that closed in the last month? He says, you're lying to me. I said, let me send you the contracts. That's what it gets like over here. It's crazy. And put it this way, I can't talk that too bad about attorneys because my father-in-law is an attorney and so is my brother-in-law. So I got to be careful just in case they listen to it. But um, I would get rid of attorneys in a heartbeat if I could. Yeah, or, or real estate ones unless unless you're suing like after the fact. Unless you're suing yeah. like after you move in and, uh, and the house, you know, falls apart or whatever. But, you know, attorneys are the ones that write – the board contracts, right? You don't need them again there's no, there's, to yeah, rewrite there's no board, them. There's, there's no board contract. 
and and that seems to me to be just a way for them to substantiate their existence as mm -hmm. real estate attorneys or, or or whatever they want to call themselves at at, the, at that juncture. Well, that's fascinating. Okay, so let's uh, we <laughs> sidetrack there. So let's talk about how to make money, providing the attorneys don't kill the deal. Yeah. So you know you're a solo agent. You're doing all yeah. this on your own, and you're brand new to the market. So you plopped yourself down in an area where nobody knows you and you know no one and you're doing 80% expired. So give mm -hmm. me the rundown, like how from day one, like you, you land in New York, you know, you move your stuff in, you go to work. How did you get your first deal and how are you getting the 33 other deals now uh, that you're sure. doing? Sure. Well, the first deal I ever got, I got from Z Buyer, just haphazardly happened. And ironically, the first listing that I ever took was the first buyer lead that I ever generated. What, what is that? What is that? I don't even know what that is. Z Buyer. It's like a lead purchasing product. Oh, so you, you bought get. it. Okay. Yeah, I bought it. That was like the first thing ever. All right. Um, then I just started throwing stuff up against the wall until I found something that stuck. Okay. Um, the one thing is that, you know, now it's gotten a little bit more prevalent in my life that I'm a firm believer on when you figure out why you're doing something. And I know everybody talks about your big why, your big why, your big why. Um, I should talk, I, like I told you before, I run an expired mastery course where I talk a lot about this, where the thing is, is that once you figure out your why, and it's not the why that you can share with somebody, the, not the surface why. It's the why that when you really start talking about it, it brings emotion. I do a lot of training now. I speak in front of like 250 to 300 people. I share my story about my why. I will cry in stage in front of 300 people. What's so your why? What, what's my why? Okay. <laughs> All right. So um, I've said it enough right now. I hope I'm going to start crying. So, I, mean, I need a good um, cry. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So here's the thing is that when I was three years old, I have three kids right now. I have a five-year-old and I have uh, two-year-old twins. And when I was three years old, my father passed away. Mm. So my first why is that I will never sacrifice the time that I spend with my family to work. So that's number one. Wow. And, and then number two is that when I was 18 years old, being my mom being a single parent, we we're of, almost evicted from our apartment. And I never want my children to have to feel any ounce of what I've felt. Mm. And I will do everything in my power mm. to make sure that they have what they need when they need to have it. And I'll always be there to support them. And that's my why. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. That's a, that's a great why. So, so you got this why. Here you are in New York. You got a couple of leads that you paid for. You're like, some things don't work, some things do work. And all of a sudden, you got hooked on expired listings. So tell me today what you do on a daily basis to list houses that are expired. And the cool, the cool part about expired listings, guys, is they're freaking free, right? I mean, like, like your market has them today, and yeah. you can go out there and get them like Aaron did, who, knowing no one, without any money. So, like, what do you do today? Uh, okay. what's, what's your schedule? Um, oh, my schedule. Okay, so I get full into schedule. I am so schedule-oriented, it's disgusting. Okay. Um, and I, what I've learned at everybody at a very high level runs a schedule. I'm up every morning at 5 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Right now, 
I'm building a team. Actually, my operations manager starting on Monday so I can get a little bit of my life back. I wake up every morning at 5 o'clock. Between 5 and 5.15, I pee, and I do whatever else I got to do. <laughs> 5.15 to 5.30. That's a I'm long really pee, brother. Oh, there, there's ahead. other stuff. There's other <laughs> stuff. When I started Jeez, I thought I could hold it in. But, no, okay, <laughs> I, uh, all right, all right. All right, so 5.15, you finish peeing, then what? I, I write what I'm thankful for. Okay. Then I go upstairs. I um, make a cup of coffee. All right. Well, wait a minute. Let's let's get to the, the nitty gritty. What do you do? What are you doing for the expired listings? On the <laughs> all, right, I'm just, all right. All right. <laughs> We're getting lost. All right. That's what I'm saying. I can get, I can get into my entire day. That's what Every morning at seven forty-five, I'm in the office. I start my phone calls at seven forty-five every morning. Around six o'clock is where I'm actually uploading the data. At seven forty-five. Okay. So I start making. My so okay, you're uploading the data at six a.m. What data? What are you using? How are you doing it? Um, right now, I get my data from Vulcan 7. Vulcan 7, yep. Yes, Vulcan 7, and I upload the data from Vulcan 7 to seize the market. Seize the market. Okay, yes. so uh, for those that don't use this, um, Vulcan 7 is what? Uh, Vulcan 7 is a data source where they get expired data for you. They get for sale by owner data. It has a basic CRM and a, uh, a dialer. So you could run right off of that. Okay. And then Seize the Market is what? What Seize the Market is, Seize the Market is an all-encompassing product where you pretty much, it's like a business system in a box. So it covers your CRM, your dialer, your database, your, um, your calendar, your transaction coordination. It's really everything. So it's my business hub is what I run it out of. It takes any product you can imagine and combines it into one. Okay, so both both of those are turned on, warmed up, ready to go. Yep. Uh, Seven forty-five hits. You hit a button. Vulcan Seven automatically starts calling any house that was for sale with another broker that is no longer for sale with another broker as of within the last twenty-four hours. Then what happens? Yes, I call the first ones. Um, the first ones I call, I started at 745. The reason I started at 745 is that people started at 8, so I needed to start a bit earlier. Wow. I have a very, very basic script. I call, let's say you live at 123 Smith Street. Let's do it. Let's do it. So you call me. I'm, I'm waking up. I'm like, Ugh, who's calling? Ha, Hello. Ha, hi. I'm, I'm looking for the owner of 123 Smith Street. Yes, this is me. Yes. Yeah, my name is Aaron. I'm a local realtor. As you're probably aware, your home had just come off the market. I'm just trying to figure out how in the world did that place not sell? You're preaching to the choir, Aaron. Um, I don't know. All I can tell you is it didn't, and here I am. Okay, gotcha. Well, let me ask you this. If you had to pinpoint one thing and one reason that the home didn't sell, what would you say happened? The agent sucked. Gotcha. Gotcha. Unfortunately, that's one of the top things that happens. You had a bad agent. And for that, I apologize. Because 90% of my people in my business, if you think they suck, I got to deal with them on a daily basis. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. What my team does is we specialize in selling homes that are on the market for extended periods of time without selling. Last year, we helped 26 families take their homes that are on the market as long as 1,039 days and flip them around in 29. How can I help you? Hmm. Say that uh, statistic again. Um, I've taken homes that are on the market as long as 1,039 days and turned them around in 29. How can I help you? Can you? Do you have a buyer for my home? 
I wish I did. That would make both of the lives a heck of a lot easier. But the reality of it is, I'd love to stop by, take a look, have a conversation. I mean, what works better for you, late morning, early afternoon, or Saturday? Saturday. Beautiful. The reason I asked one of those three times is that that's when I work, because I work late morning, early afternoon, and Saturday. That script I cultivated on my own, um, I pretty much, in, in the Expired Mastery course, I go through, I can pretty much predict the first 75% of every phone call that I have on the initial expired call. Hmm. It's the 25% that you just gave me. Like when, when someone asks, how can I help? The standard answer is bring me a buyer. Then all you say is, I wish I could, that would make both of our lives a lot easier. It's a bypass and you go for the close. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I mean, you're ready for, for that answer. Okay. So you're basically, you know, all, all you're trying to do is get in front of them. Right. Mm -hmm. You're you're going through the script, just trying to get in front of them. Now you get in front of them. And now what happens? Well, I mean, here's the thing. This is what I want people to realize is that it's not like I sit here and pick up the phone. Keep in mind, on my Facebook group, I actually do live lead generation every day. The reality of it is. So what does that mean? So you're you're using FaceTime live. Like we've had James Festini on a couple of times and he does the beast mode where he just FaceTime live or facebook yep. live I, I always screw that face he just facebook lives him prospecting is that what you're doing it's exactly what i did and i'm actually the first one to start doing it so i started doing it haphazardly for accountability purposes i'm like hell if i could get 10 people to watch me when i'm in a bad mood and next thing you know i got three thousand people watching me do my lead generation and, so, and and the cool part about that is is what happens is it becomes uh, accountability for you in that yep. you've got people watching, so you can't dilly dally. You got to go to the next call, go to the next call, go to the next call. Exactly. And it's what people see is that 80% of the expires that you get, I say you lead generate for later. The goal is not to get that appointment right off the bat because of what I found is 75% of the people that I set an appointment with right off the bat, they wind up canceling on me. My goal is not to push and push and push. My goal, I can, I have the ability to, yet my goal is to give an opportunity where I have an appointment to set to call them back later. Because the sales are made, as you know, not on the first call, not on the second call. They're made on the 7th, on the 15th, on the 21st, on mm, the 35th. Indeed, yeah. Because that's when everybody quits. Right now, I have a, like, I'm so overwhelmed with my callbacks. I have 212 seller callbacks set for the first week of January. Okay. I just booked four listing consultations this week. So, okay. So these are people that are just saying, you know, no, but I will, no, but I will, nobody will, mm-hmm. uh, at the first of the year or in February or whatever. So then you're putting them in seize the market or whatever. And then, yeah. and then when you show up, let's say February 1st, Vulcan seven and seize the market automatically have them show up. And then if something shows on the screen. It says, Talk to before set in February. Okay, so let, let's role play that. So, um, hello. Hi, it's a very simple phone call. Hi, uh, is this uh, is this Pat? Yep. Pat, it's Aaron Wittenstein over at Keller Williams Real Estate. How are you? What's up, Aaron? Excellent. I know we spoke previously about your property over on 123 Smith Street. You had mentioned to me at the time that you wanted to get the property on the market March 1st. You told me you had some things going on with the family, um, a couple of birthdays. Um, I just wanted to catch up and see everything was going. Yeah, it's going, it's going great, buddy. Okay. So um, right now, I'd love to schedule a time to come by, have a conversation. What works best for you, late morning, early afternoon, or Saturday? Saturday. Beautiful. And then let's say 
that you don't say yes. It's just rinse and repeat. It's the same script over and over and over again. So when's the best time to call you back? And so what I've come up with the rule now is if they say six months or more, it's cut in half minus one. Mm. So they say six months, you call them in two. Yeah. If they say three months, you call them well, in minus, half the amount of time. Minus one month. Okay, I yes. like that. Cut in half. You know, I'm, I've always believed in that because, God, I can't remember how many times that people would say something and they say, you know, I'm, I'm ready in the spring, and then they'd buy in the winter, and you'd be like, what mm-hmm. happened, you know? And I, I've always had the belief that a successful agent boils down to one character trait, not 20. And that character trait is the ability to follow up, you mm-hmm. know. And your system mm-hmm. is a follow-up system. Yep. There's probably not going to be many agents beyond, you know, that first day that they expire. There'll be a hundred of them, but six, eight months, very few of them will be remembering them. Hey, how'd the birthday parties go? Hey, you told me this. I'm following up. You know what I mean? It's all about that follow-up. Well, the thing is, if you're not going to do the follow-up, don't do the lead gen in the first place. You're wasting your time. I mean, the thing is with me is I call every expired for 30 days until I either get in touch with them, they tell me to leave them alone, call them back, or I don't get in touch with them. Let me get this straight. Every day? Every day for 30 days. I contact my new expired list. <laughs> so they're, for 30 they, days. they see your caller ID 15 days in a row, right? They're, do you ever get yelled at? Yeah. All the time. I have people tell me, believe me, I'm in New York. You know how they say go for no? Like, you know, the book go for no? Yeah. I, I go for go F yourself because that's what I get. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm not that's sure. A win for for you. That's a win for it's you. That's a win for you. It's a win. It's like, all right, I've had people in New York say, I'm going to murder you. Where do you live? I'm, I'm, I'm coming to kill you. If you ever call me the F again, I'm going to sue you. And I'm like, that's fine. Just call a real estate attorney. They'll do it for you. Um, but, but it's like. You know, you got to get through them. So it's like, so it's the goal is, is when you change your mindset on why you're calling the reality, and this is something I touch on my course, is the reality of it is, is that for whatever reason, Joe needed to sell. Joe, maybe him and his wife are getting in arguments because the home is too small and they need to have their kids in a better school district. And this agent that was just bad at their job took their property, did nothing, they didn't help them. The reality of it is I'm very good at what I do, if not in my opinion, the best. I'm here to help you. If you don't want my help, F you, move on to the next one. Well, yeah, and you could flip that on them too of, you know, the reason your house didn't sell, or, or you could ask them a question, you know, do you feel like your past agent was aggressive? And, of course, yeah. the answer is no. Because, you know, they're going to say no. The agent was too passive. That's why I didn't sell. Well, when you sell it this time, do you want a poodle or do you want a pit bull? You know, if you want a pit bull, I'm the man. I am aggressive, yes. But you want an aggressive agent. And so you flip it to make it good that you're obnoxious with calling them back. Because you're going to be obnoxious, quote, unquote, with calling the buyer back that looks at the house or that, that uh, is interested in the house. I'll give you one of my favorite objection handlers ever when I push people too hard and I can tell I'm pissing them off. I go, let me ask you this, Mr. Seller. Do you feel that I'm being too aggressive on this phone call right now? Yes. You know the biggest complaint that I get from someone that didn't have their house sold the first, second, or third time is that their agent wasn't aggressive enough. Mm. And then I just pause, and they don't know what to say. It's my favorite It's my favorite rebuttal. I like it, and I like the, the, the pause in it, too, because it yeah. puts them on the spot. 
just let it marinate right there. And they're like, ah, yeah, ah, 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 oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 100%. 100% of my – in. um in my uh, CLA course, Certified Listing Agent course, uh, yeah. Jeff Quinton is at uh, uh, Jersey Shore, New Jersey, and he deals yes. with a lot of expireds. And he uh, he gets that aggressive thing because he's very aggressive uh, on the appointment all the time. And he's like, yes, I'm aggressive. He said, but you want someone aggressive. that You didn't have someone aggressive before. And, and would you want me to be aggressive uh, when somebody is thinking about buying your house and they're like, of course. And they go, well, good. Well, I'm going to be aggressive now to sign the contract. Exactly. People, the thing is, I think people get scared from it, but the reality of it is, is that's what they need. That's what they want. If we're not aggressive, what's the, you know, what's the point of us doing your job? People ask me what's separating you from the other agent. I got a five-year-old and I got two-year-old twins. <laughs> if I don't, if I don't, you know what I tell them? I'm like, I'm like, if I don't sell your house, they don't, <laughs> I don't put diapers I need, on their Yeah, asses, I need to get know? paid. Yeah, right. <laughs> I have so, I to mean, sell, you know, exactly. I have to. But it's, you know, it's having the mindset where people fail because they think they're going to see results immediately. When I first moved to New York, I dialed every day for upwards of 12 hours a day for three months. I didn't see a listing until February. In February, I took eight expired listing. What? You took eight? I, I mean, the, the agents in your office were like, who is this guy? Where did he exactly. come from? He took eight, eight listings. Boom, 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 eight, boom, 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 eight, boom. Eight exactly. times. Exactly. And that's where I'm like, I, I guess I figured out something that's pretty good. <laughs> so that's, um, that's crazy. So tell me about the, the, the Facebook group. You guys are, you know, there's all kinds of chatter going on there. It's very popular. Uh, tell me about it. Yeah, it's um I've had it around for two years now. Um, it's called Facebook.com slash got objections like got milk. Yep, got um, objections. Facebook.com slash got objections. Slash groups slash got objections. Okay. The name of it is Lead Gen Scripts and Objections. Um, you know, we get like thirty three thousand people on it. You see me live lead generate That's crazy. three Can times we, a week. Oh, yeah. how, how does it how does thirty three thousand how does that happen? I wish I could tell you. All I know is I created it on a sleepless night one night when my kid wasn't sleeping. And next thing you know, I got 3,000 people. And the only thing that I can attribute it to is that I'm not a mega agent yet. I'm on my way to becoming one. Okay. I'm not Jeff Cohen, but I'm going to be. And people see my path and they see my full transparency through what I do. And I would hope that that is part of the reason that they're watching me do what I do and I am them just a couple steps ahead of them. Yeah. And guys, if you're driving, I'm going to put uh, I'm going to put a link to that Facebook group on uh, on Aaron's uh, thing. And I'm, uh, this will all be on hybendigital.com backslash Aaron W. Actually, you know, we've had another Aaron W. Aaron West on i guess i'll spell out wittenstein for you just put um, just put w-i-t-t yeah wit how about that wit 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 wit, wit. aaron wit w-i-t-t double a by the way double a r o n one yeah. r two a's w-i-t-t or just go in there the search bar and type in expired he'll be the first one that shows up uh, or aaron uh, okay. So anyway, so, you know, you got this awesome Facebook group. This is going good. Uh, tell me a little bit about the, the, uh, uh, course that you're doing. 
Yeah, um, what I did is I uh, I started an expired mastery course. It's at expiredmastery101.com. You know, what that is, is that there's a lot more to the expired than just picking up the phone. So it's a four-part video series, a vi live video course that we do through Zoom, where right now we're registering for February. We got like 35 people for January. The first phone call is you're about your why, figuring out your why, mindset, time management. The second call is getting to the nitty-gritty of the scripts and the objection handling. The third part is follow-up. A basic form of Vulcan 7 follow-up as well as uh, Seize the Market, so you get a little bit of demo on that. The pre-qualification of the appointment, and then, as opposed, you know, like I said, you guys have your, you know, you guys have your, um, you know, your, uh, your listing, you know, certification class. What I do with this, it's specifically geared towards expired, so it's an expired listing consultation. And people have been getting mass results. The people that started every single one of them that have started have at least secured an appointment within mm. the first 30 days. Um, people that are into it 60 days now, my first 10, half of them have secured a listing from doing expireds. So, I mean, we're getting some really, That's really cool. massive success. So, and, and I like how you group them together. So, you know, they're kind of like a, a pledge class or, or however you speak. You know, you got 10 in this one, 35 in this one. And, yeah. and they're doing it together. So one guy's like, hey, yeah, I got my first one. It works. And then next thing you know, it, it creates competition and, and uh, spirit there within the group. So that's kind of neat. And, and, and uh, the, they're actually live, right? You're live with yeah, them. They're not videos, right? Yeah, they're, they're live. They're live. It's all like video. Google it's Hangouts, all yeah. Whatever. yeah, it's, it's Zoom. You know, for Zoom. Yeah. It's Zoom. It's Zoom. Yeah, it's Zoom. It's awesome. Uh, I feel like we're on Hollywood Squares when we do it, but it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. So. <laughs> Yeah, cool. Well, listen, you know, I really appreciate you coming on today and sharing uh, all this. And I'm going to put all the information Aaron talked about. I'm going to put uh, links to the Vulcan 7 and links to seize the market on hybendigital.com backslash Aaron Witt, A-A-R-O-N-W-I-T-T, and uh, to his course and to his Facebook group and all of that stuff. So, Aaron, listen. Uh, hopefully someday we'll meet face to face and break some bread together. Yeah, we will. Cause you got one hell of a barber, my friend. So thank you, sir. <laughs> Back at you. Excellent. Thank you for the time, Pat. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.